0: Hi, this is Oriana Schaller-Mastro, Center Fellow at Stanford's Freeman Spogli Institute for International Studies and a non-resident Senior Fellow at the American Enterprise Institute.
1: And I'm Zach Cooper, Senior Fellow at the American Enterprise Institute and Co-Director of the Alliance for Securing Democracy. And today we want to talk a little bit about the Indo-Pacific vision that Tony Blinken uh, presented a week or two ago in Jakarta, Indonesia. So Oriana, what did you, what did you think of this? Were you impressed? Were you surprised by anything? What was your view?
0: Well, first, I wasn't surprised. Uh, I think it's great that the administration is thinking about leading or strengthening the U.S. economic position in Asia um, as the baseline for U.S. power in the region. I think maybe they overdid it by trying to put the military stuff like at the way end, you know, because a huge basis of U.S. power and influence in the region is our alliances and our partnerships and maintaining peace and security in that region, you know, for for 70 years. Uh, I think the big thing comes down to whether or not they're actually going to implement. It. My view is that our partners and allies are kind of sick of new visions every couple of years with no action. Um, and so I'm not an economist, but I'm kind of curious, for example, like how do they make sure that the United States is leading in the economic realm? To me, that doesn't seem to be something in full control of the executive. So I, I hope they are able to follow through with some of that vision. And so we don't leave people disappointed. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think perhaps they missed out on? Or what are you most impressed by or concerned with?
1: Well, I think you're right that the thing I'm most concerned about is is the economic portion. And, you know, when Secretary Blinken talked about prosperity, I think a lot of the words sounded really good. But um, my view is that since the Obama administration announced that TPP was going to be the litmus test for U.S. engagement economically in Asia, that's sort of how a lot of Asians view this. And so if the US isn't going to get back into the comprehensive and progressive agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership, CPTPP, as it's now known, uh, then I think it's going to be very difficult for the administration to articulate a convincing strategy on economics and trade. Um, so that's that's probably the area where I also feel uh, there's the most work to be done. But but I have to say, I was encouraged you know, that they announced this in Indonesia which I think is a country that the U.S. often overlooks strategically. It's so critical. It's a huge country. It's right at the heart of Southeast Asia. Um, and so I'm happy that Secretary Blinken presented this vision there in Jakarta. Um, and I think it, it it was right to do it in part because, frankly, other than you and me and a handful of others in Washington, most of the people paying attention to this vision are in asia and especially in southeast asia and so i think it makes sense to present that vision there where the audience is um i think the administration has a lot more to do especially on the china topic and i i know they're thinking about how to present their china strategy over the next month or two Um, but i think you know a lot of the words that were presented will appeal to friends in asia the question now is whether we can push from that towards action
0: Right. And honestly, I'm very concerned about this. I mean, I think they just recently announced, you know, the US ambassador to Vietnam. Like a lot of our people are not even in place in Southeast Asia. So I just wonder how much the administration has really been prioritizing this region over other regions. Now they had other stuff on their plate. We had to get out of Afghanistan and stuff first. But you know, we're under this impression that, you know, China just coerces and bullies everyone, which is partially true. But we also forget that a lot of countries want to be a partner with China, that China also offers positive inducements, I mean, largely economic, but also some, uh, you know, freedom to do what they want domestically that maybe the United States doesn't offer, uh, you know, some some cases for bad reasons, some cases for good reasons. So I think the United States really has to step it up and understand, you know, what do these countries need and want out of a partner and ensure that we can be innovative in, in our approaches to provide it. I just don't think, you know, military sales, a few more joint military exercises, and even, you know, reducing tariffs on a handful of goods is going to be enough in this great power competition. I do think we have to completely rethink how we approach these countries. And that's just something I'm not seeing a lot of is sort of big, bold, new ideas, the United States doing stuff we have not done before.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that too. And I, I think the one area where i believe that there could be some real progress is on vaccine supplies to Asia in particular, but Southeast Asia. Um, You know, if you look at what China has tried to do in the region on vaccines, obviously, I think we're finding that with Delta and now with Omicron, that Chinese vaccines are almost entirely ineffective. Um, Mm -hmm. And yes, you know, it's not that mRNA vaccines are perfect, but they're certainly a lot more effective. Uh, And so this is a, is I think a huge opportunity for the administration. And, and just one more point on that, You know, we may be in a situation unfortunately where China is going to be really on its back foot the next period dealing with COVID, right? COVID zero approach with Omicron may be really difficult and China has a population that is largely vaccinated with a vaccine that doesn't work. Um, And I think that could be a really difficult period. So this I think is an area where the US really needs to step up over the next few months and show some real leadership.
0: Right, And, and this is so obvious that US sort of global leadership in this area would be better than what China has to offer. So we should take advantage. Great chat, Zach. You too, thanks.